It's time now for the complete story with Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Dick Bott with today's complete story. Well, I tell you what, usually the complete story is a father-son team with Rich and Dick Bott, but Rich is out of town now, so here I am. Uh, uh, just just us, <laughs> just the Bot Radio Network family. You know, ever since I was a youngster, I've been thinking about this. How does a person become, become what they become? Very interesting. Starts very young, by the way. But you know what is so important? You start with a dream. You start with a dream. When I am... When I am looking at young people, little children even, if they don't have a dream, if they don't have an idea what they like and what they're drawn to and how God made them, uh, then something's missing. Something is just plain, flat out missing. Uh, There's a song, If You Don't Have a Dream, I want us to enjoy it now. If you don't have a dream How can your dream come true? If you don't have a dream Where's your life headed to? God has a plan For everyone it seems But you'll never be The best you can be If you don't have a dream If you don't have a dream The chance you will lose God wants to bless People just like you If you don't have a dream There's only one thing to do Put your faith in Jesus Your life He'll redeem If you don't Jesus, your best, and reach for the stars. If you don't have a dream, life will pass you by. The things God can do, you will be surprised. He loved you so much. On a cross he gave his life Make today be a day That counts for eternity If you don't have a dream If you don't have a dream How can your dream come true? If you don't have a dream Where's your life headed to? God has a plan For everyone it seems But you'll never be The best you can be If you don't have a
You know, folks, that reminds me of nature versus nurture. Nature is the way God made you. Nature is what he did when he created you. And nurture is what you do with it, how you develop it. And that's what the dream is all about. Now, here's another song that meant a lot to me. I just heard it for the first time recently because I'll tell you this, when I was a young fellow, I think everybody goes through these stages. You get kind of self-conscious. You say, am I doing this perfectly? Am I good enough? What will other people think of me? When a kid is in school, you start thinking, will they accept me? And on and on and on. But the one thing you've got to learn is don't try and be something you're not. What you are is the way God made you. Now, clearly, I don't have a radio voice, and yet Bot Radio Network started 57 years ago. So I've had to use what I had. And uh, so it's fortunate that we have very talented announcers at Bot Radio Network, but you work with what you've got. And uh, that's also found in the Bible. Be what you are. Be the way God made you. And... Uh, and that is the most satisfying, exciting way that you can live your life. And here's a song that says that very thing. Don't try to be something you're not. Be content with what you've got. Just be the same every day. And practice what you say. You don't have to pretend to make a lot of friends You're special with what you've got Don't try to be something you're not Be nice to everybody on your way up You're gonna meet them again coming down It's not gonna matter if we're rich or poor When we leave this world anyhow so put a smile on your face, be a witness of God's grace, the Lord made you like no one else, so just remember to be yourself. Don't try to be something you're not, be content with what you've got. Just be the same every day And practice what you say You don't have to pretend To make a lot of friends You're special with what you've got Don't try to be something you're not Be nice to everybody on your way up You're gonna meet them again coming down it's not gonna matter if we're rich or poor When we leave this world anyhow So put a smile on your face Be a witness of God's grace The Lord made you like no one else So just remember to be yourself Be special with what you've got Don't try to be something you're not <laughs> You know, I have even known preachers, especially young seminarians, that wanted to be like Billy Graham. 
I'm thinking of one in particular. He was so bent on being like Billy Graham. I think he used to practice in front of the mirror, things like that. He never learned to relax and be himself and deliver the message that God put in his heart, that God put in his heart. As I listen to the various the various wonderful Bible teachers on Bot Radio Network, they're all different. Whether it's John MacArthur or David Jeremiah or Ravi Zacharias or you name it, Chuck Swindoll, J. Vernon McGee, we could go all the way down the line. But the ones that really connect are the people that are just preaching the Word of God out of their heart and doing it the way God made them and doing it the way God gave it to them. That's what's the most important. Folks, I'm talking about your heart. How about your heart? That's where you live your life. That's what God put in your chest and in your body and is the center of who you are. Uh, I could go on for the next 10 minutes just talking about the way the word heart is used in the Bible, the whole idea of how important the heart is to the human body's function and everything else. But your heart, of course, as it's used in the Bible, is who you really are. And here's the question. How about your heart? Is it right with God? Would you ask Christ in today? Is it black with sin? Or is it pure within? Would you ask Christ in to stay? Often see you as you are outside. Jesus really knows you, for he looks inside. How about your heart? Is it right with God? That's the thing that counts today. your heart were made with a window on each side so that all could see what you really are and there was nothing you could hide people often see you Jesus really knows you, for he looks inside. How about your heart? Is it right with God? That's the thing that counts today. Oh yes, that's the thing that counts today. 
matter of fact, that's the only thing that counts. That's the only thing that counts. Out of the issues of the heart does the mouth speaketh. The Bible says absolutely that's what counts. That's really what counts. Now let's turn a corner a little bit, and yet we're not really doing so. By the way, the listener comment line, I'll give it to you again right now. It's 800 345 2621. 800 345 2621. My partner and my son, Rich, Rich is out of state right now. He's up in Nebraska, actually, in Omaha. And uh, so he's not here today. Otherwise, he sure would be. But this idea of life. See, I'm not political. I don't get involved with arguments about this or that or the other thing. But what about this question of life? And by the way, folks, uh, God sent his son into the world not to not to condemn it, but to save it. Christ died to save and not to condemn. And we got to get that straight. So what about the issue of life? When this whole abortion question hit pretty hard in 1973, I had to think it through. And I had to do some learning. I had to do some studying. I had to do some cross-referencing. What on earth is this? big commotion all about. And clearly, clearly, I was a great student, by the way, of World War II. I was just a little tiny guy in 1944 and during the late 40s with World War II and and what happened to the Jewish people in Germany and why and how on earth did the German people allow that to happen and all of that. So here's this other question and the slavery issue in America. Or the Jim Crow stuff and all of that terrible, um, terrible stuff that comes out of a heart that's not right at all. What does it all mean? So uh, I've just really studied and tried to surface uh, whatever the truth is and everything. Now there's a movie coming out. You know it. It's called Unplanned. Unplanned. It's a story about Abby Johnson, who was a young woman, very smart, very good person, and she just wanted to help people. And lo and behold, she got kind of found herself getting a job for pretty good money at a Planned Parenthood facility in Houston, Texas. And uh, man alive, that just grew and grew, and then Abby became the manager. Abby became the manager and even got a national award for what she had done for the for the Planned Parenthood Corporation by how much money her facility made and all of that stuff. And there's going to be a movie now that will open um, March 29th, I believe, all across America. And I was talking to one of the producers just the other day, and he said, listen now, uh, more than 1,000 theaters have already been bought out by churches and people that are excited and they want everybody to see this movie. Now, here is the spot announcement that Bot Radio Network has been carrying, and I want you to listen to it. 
Unplanned, the true story of Abby Johnson. I would be the youngest director in Planned Parenthood history. She believed in a woman's right to choose. I've had an abortion myself, so I don't have any problem with another woman making the same decision. Until the day she saw something that changed everything. It was twisting and fighting for its life. And then it was just gone. Unplanned, the most important movie you'll see on the most controversial topic of our time. In theaters everywhere, March 29th. So watch for it, folks. And I want to tell you again, see it right away when it opens, because how long it stays in the theaters depends on the attendance during the first few days, the first week at least, that a movie opens. So if it's going to be in the theaters, uh, seeing it early rather than late is the best thing you could possibly do. Now, here is Abby Johnson's own voice as she was testifying at the United States Senate on this subject. Here it is. My name is Abby Johnson. I worked at Planned Parenthood for eight years. I was an abortion clinic director, and I listened to the testimony from the opposition of this bill, and I want to sort of go through some of that um, interesting testimony that we heard and many non-factual points that were made in that testimony. One thing that I kept hearing was that, uh, you know, there's no exceptions in this bill for any any sort of rape or incest. Let me be clear, even if they were, the ACLU wouldn't support it. Even if there were, Planned Parenthood wouldn't support this bill. So the fact that they're even bringing that up is really intellectually dishonest. Uh, Abortion can never on its face be safe because in order for an abortion to be deemed successful, an individual and unique human being with a beating heart must die. That can never be safe for that individual human life. I want to uh, talk specifically about what a first trimester abortion is and what it looks like from a person who ran a Planned Parenthood abortion facility and was there for eight years. First trimester abortions are by and large the most common abortion procedure we see in the United States. A transvaginal ultrasound is standard procedure inside of every National Abortion Federation clinic, which includes every Planned Parenthood clinic. That transvaginal ultrasound is done for primarily one reason, to determine how far along the woman is in her pregnancy so that we knew how much to charge her for the abortion. After the ultrasound is performed, the ultrasound machine is rolled away. The doctor comes in, who by the way, has no conversation with the woman before the abortion. The fact that many people say abortion should be a decision made between a woman and her doctor is laughable. There is never a time where the abortion doctor goes in, sits down with the woman, and goes over risk alternatives and benefits to abortion. It does not happen. Um, The doctor starts performing the abortion. He's going to insert into the woman's uterus Uh, into the cervix, metal dilation rods, graduated metal dilation rods. He's going to dilate the cervix enough so that he can insert something called a suction cannula. That cannula looks like a straw. It is graduated. It gets bigger depending on how big the baby is in the womb so that the head will be able to fit through that suction cannula. He's going to insert that suction probe inside of the woman's uterus. Ultrasound guidance is not used. That is not the standard protocol inside of National Abortion Federation or Planned Parenthood clinics. He's going to take that probe and he's going to blindly poke around inside the woman's uterus until he thinks he has enough blood and tissue in a glass jar. 
That glass jar is going to go into a lab called the POC lab. POC in the medical community stands for products of conception. The products of conception is, of course, the baby. But you can't say baby inside of the abortion clinic. So we said POC or POC, or if the staff was feeling funny, they would say that it stood for parts of children. After all the parts were accounted for, the POC lab technician would dump everything out into a glass baking dish that sat on top of an x-ray light box, and she would reassemble the parts of the baby. Please understand me, I'm talking about first trimester abortion. Yes, there are parts. Yes, they must be reassembled. The baby is fully formed. Every internal organ is formed by 12 weeks gestation. So yes, there are parts even earlier than 12 weeks. Once all the parts are reassembled, that POC tech will take everything, dump it into a red biohazard Ziploc sort of bag and those bags will go into a freezer in the POC lab that the staff jokingly called the nursery. And once a week, a company, a biohazard medical waste company like Stericycle will come into the facility and they will pick up all the red bags of babies where they are taken to their facility to be incinerated. That's if the abortion facility decides they don't want to just put them in their industrial size garbage disposal and grind them up and put them into the water waste treatment facilities. That is first trimester abortion. We have already heard the testimonies from the opposition calling women who are pregnant, pregnant persons. Because now we live in a time where people say it is not just women who get pregnant. Now apparently men can get pregnant. And that shows you just how detached from science the pro-choice side is on this issue. Fact, only women get pregnant. You got to have lady parts to have a baby. That's science. Science also tells us that from the moment of conception, unique and individual and unrepeatable DNA is formed. That DNA is human. Never in the history of the world has a woman ever delivered a cat or a dog or any other species other than human. That's science. Our history tells us time and time again that it is unjust to take the life of an innocent human being. It was unjust to dehumanize an entire segment of people when we were working to abolish slavery. It was unjust to dehumanize an entire group of Jewish people in the Holocaust. But those two examples that I just gave you only exist because our society was willing to turn a blind eye, look a human person in the face and say, that is not a human being. That is not scientific. Now we are living in such depravity that there are people, like the people that oppose this bill, that are willing to say, I know it's a human being, I know it has a heartbeat, I know there is life there, and I know it is innocent, and I'm willing to kill it. We have sunk to a new low in our society.
and it is time for us to rectify what we have done. So if you are a person here who has had an abortion, I encourage you to seek healing because abortion is not normal. Taking the life of an innocent human being that is your own flesh and blood and your own DNA, it's not normal. And there are healing resources available. And to the people in here who work in the abortion industry, I encourage you to seek healing from a ministry called And Then There Were None. We can get you out of the industry and we can get you into a line of work that you can actually be proud of. And to the ACLU, I can say affirmatively, we look forward to your lawsuit. Uh, so you see, that was the voice of Abby Johnson. And it is her life story that is shown in this movie, Unplanned, that opens uh, March 29th all over the country. Uh, folks, I want to also say, we take argument with not anyone. Uh, and what she said, seek healing. We all need forgiveness. Every last one of us need forgiveness. And if you've had an abortion, for goodness sake, pray about it and, and receive God's forgiveness. And the rest of the public, for goodness sake, get it straight. Get it straight. Here's the closing song. Is the key to heaven, but faith unlocks the door. Words are so easily spoken, a prayer without faith is like a boat without an oar. How faith. When you speak to the master, that's all he asks you for. Yes, prayer is the key to heaven, but faith unlocks the you know, folks, the time goes so fast. Remember, our listener comment line, 800-345-2621. Those are put into a transcript, and uh, we read them. They're so important because we are a family. This is Dick Bott with this chapter of The Complete Story as a public service for you folks, and I'll see you later. 